0: Hey. So what's up, woman? I'm like, good how are you I'm doing great like I was saying you, you just graduated and you left you did, you did.
1: <laughs> I left state college area but like you know in spirit I was still there
0: <laughs> In spirit, okay yeah. <laughs> well, So how was your afternoon? You say you had, uh, you say you had um...
1: a virtual mentorship um, program. Yeah. Um, So I think we'll dive into it a lot um, throughout the conversation, but it's my organization that I founded um, empowerment through golf. And um, we've been out here in San Diego for the past four years. And um, we are diversifying the fields of golf and STEM, empowering the next generation to walk through the doors of success. And today Um, we did our first virtual mentorship call for the year. We piloted the program last year during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, this was the first one for the year. And uh, we were able to reach our students in Antigua and just talking to them about different careers in STEM and in golf and um, just celebrating um, National Engineers Week. So it was Engineers Week last week and it's Women's History Month. And then on Monday, it's um, International Women's Day. So just like, a huge celebration on one day, um, just to get everybody inspired. So it was awesome.
0: That's dope. That's dope. So before yeah. even dive in, let me introduce you. Is, yeah. This is, this is Joseph, you know, uh, I went to I went to college college with her. Um, Ali was very reserved, <laughs> and, uh, but she she was cool people. Um, like I said, since college, you we all went a different ways. Mm-hmm. Are grown now.
1: Yeah.
0: Married and people of parents.
1: Yeah, so many people are parents.
0: <laughs> so, so we're sitting down today. I wanted to talk to you about your empowerment uh, through golf. But I remember yes. I you used to play golf. I remember that a lot. That's one thing that stood out about you. And you're doing a lot of amazing things. That's why I wanted to talk to you. You know, okay. so um, this is episode 15, Wednesdays and Sundays. And awesome. then Joseph.
1: Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and share. So salud.
0: <laughs> so what are you? Okay, so what are you drinking on? What are you sleeping on?
1: First mm, of I You're have right? um, a Red. Um, so I like cabs, um, and so it's like one of like the go-to's for like one of my um, former coaches. So I was just like, okay, this is gonna be like really smooth. Um, I normally like dry caps, but this one is like a little sweet. Uh, so that's what I was feeling this afternoon. It's really sunny outside and bright. So I was like, maybe something a little lighter. <laughs> are,
0: you, are you in San Diego?
1: Yes, in San Diego.
0: So was so San Diego always part of the plan during college for you, or it just happened, life happened? No.
1: Yeah, it, it really just happened. I think um, the plan, one of the plans, was to probably go back to the islands um, and be an engineer there um, because I wanted to work at the oil refinery. Um, But then, you know, that changes, I got exposed to different um, engineering fields at Penn State. And so I switched from chemical engineering to material science engineering. And I was like, whoa, I never even heard about this thing before. What is this? And it was really interesting. um, So I went that way instead. Um, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll just find something to do here in the States. <laughs> and so, um,
0: and, and yeah, is it for, for the, for the listeners the viewers.
1: So I was born in Antigua, so Antigua and Barbuda, and then I grew up in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So both really, really amazing places to grow up
0: <laughs> I'm in San Diego. So, okay, it works.
1: Yeah. It's a, it makes sense. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So San Diego, a good opportunity uh, popped up and just hopped on it.
1: Yeah, um, I think I was ready to leave the East Coast. Like, I I was ready. I was like, ah, this winter, I did seven years of this. I think I'm good. Mm. Um, And then the place that I was working at, um, I just, I wanted to grow a little bit more. um, And just, it's so funny, like, um, the director of our group, um, when I started to talk more about, like, what I had like the vision for my life um, he was just like well you know just like looking at your lifestyle and your background like okay you're from the islands you play golf and you want to continue to pursue your golf you want to continue to pursue sciences San Diego is probably a really good place for you and then so I started to look into it and then believe it or not like everybody around me started to talk about San Diego and I was like I think this is a sign I need to go (laughs) so I just came
0: so anyway, it's amazing. I I told you I was actually there and uh, was it in November. Yeah, I went out there with a cousin, and yeah, I think it was in November. Yeah, I went out there, and I didn't know you you were out there. I was in LA for like maybe four days.
1: Yeah, well now you know I'm out here, so link up.
0: <laughs> it was no cold though. I had, I had a hoodie on. It was no cold. It was no chilly. It
1: it yeah. It does get chilly. Like we do have like our winter. You know. Um, the night, because it's sort of like desert, think of it like desert weather. So the nights definitely get like chilly. Okay. Um, yeah. But at least we don't have to deal with snow.
0: Yeah. That's, 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 I take that any day.
1: Yes. So <laughs>
0: when I was doing my, my, my homework for you, and uh, like you, you have a the travel agency, you're doing the golf lessons, you doing uh So what, what is the Melange Carnival?
1: Uh, yes, uh, that is like a design uh, element of my life. Um, so, growing up in the Caribbean...
0: Like, we, the Linjo hmm? like the Lean Joe line? Hmm? Like the Lean Joe line?
1: Yeah, Lean Joe, yes. <laughs> you were doing your homework. Uh, so, yeah, I want to, like, I envision sort of like bridging um, scientific images with, like, Afro prints. Um, for my line and that's what Linjo is Um, and it's like that was the first piece that I designed Um, and we took those designs and also incorporated them into the first year of Melange so Linjo is more of like the athletic and now it's um, home decor as well Um, and then Melange took elements from Linjo and uh, incorporated into carnival costumes.
0: Oh oh, costume that's why okay that makes sense so from the, the culture so like is anybody invited to, to, to join uh, to wear a costume and and join, join a fleet? How, how does it work do you have to be yeah there?
1: no you don't have to be from the islands everybody wants to be in carnival um, and carnival is all over the world too so I think one of the reasons why I started to do it out here was because there's a Caribbean association and they started to do a carnival here in San Diego and this was 2020 was going to be our third year doing it but then obviously, right. Um, so that's why I started to design because they were going to do it. And they were looking for the Caribbean people who like knew about the culture of it and wanted to just like make it like really authentic. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> and they just like the, the elders of the organization just encouraged me and then yeah and now it's something really amazing um so even if san diego won't be able to um, continue doing the carnival um um, there's la uh there's atlanta there's north carolina there's caribana in toronto you know you can go to notting hill in london you can go to brazil trinidad antigua like there's so many places (laughs) so the pieces that I make are mostly for like uh, what we call juve, which is like the day before the actual period. Um, because what I'm envisioning is that people will, um, will travel to these places. Like they don't necessarily have to travel with me. They can. I can help them um, book their travel to go with their group of friends, right? Um, and I would love to see the Milage pieces in juve, but then also like I would get them set up with like the actual carnival troops in the islands to help them get like you know like the big feather lavish everything um for a carnival day so my pieces are more for like juve which is the day before where it's just like a light fit okay yeah,
0: so yeah. a little bit maybe you have, is that what you have on today
1: no no, <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: what i like is the fact that you designed it yourself yeah yeah,
1: it's really cool. Um, I just like I source the bikinis and then I get like the the embellishments and sew everything myself. And yeah, it's actually really nice. I enjoy
0: doing it. Okay, so then one of the main reasons what I wanted to talk to you today was about your environmental golf. So yes. in college, your, your 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 degree you were a STEM major. You were a STEM STEM major, right? Yes. So it's like uh, nanotech and, and bio. Uh, bio biotechnology?
1: Well that's what I work in now but I started off with uh chemical engineering and then I switched to material science but all of it led me to um, working in the biotech industry now yes
0: in, in San Diego yes so so it, so I guess what you did this afternoon is linked to to, to your uh, your org.
1: Yeah you it is
0: about your, I think it's a five oh three uh, what is it five oh one C three org? It is mm-hmm. Dive into that, that's that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to
1: talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, so I started to play golf in the Caribbean. Um, my dad introduced me to the game, and that's where we formed our bond. Um, and my parents both noticed that, like, I was really into this thing, and I enjoyed going out with my dad to the course. So obviously, they encouraged that. Um, they allowed me to join, like, the junior program in Antigua, so I did that made friends there, and then gradually started to compete and um, play on the team, like representing Antigua, um, and then the same for the Virgin Islands. And so after that, when I was graduating and going off to college, I knew I wanted to study STEM, like something STEM-related by the time I was like getting into college. And I also knew I wanted to keep playing golf. Um, But I quickly realized (laughs) um, that it was going to be challenging to do both of those, because, like, practice time and lab time compete with each other. And um, I sort of had to, like, lay up a little bit off of the golf, um, but still just keep the interest going um, so that I could focus on school. And then after I graduated, um, I put myself through uh, Pittsburgh Golfers Tour. So I was competing, like, on the weekends um, outside of work. We
0: in school, partying, you over there (laughs) doing...
1: yeah i was like (laughs) yeah but i partied a little bit too come on (laughs)
0: that's true
1: yeah i was out there um and then so after leaving pennsylvania and moving over to san diego i kept pursuing the lpga which is the ladies professional golf association so just um staying on the track to turn professional right putting myself through tournaments and then still working in the sciences at the same time. Um, so out of that, and I, from the beginning I knew after, because of studying like the different players that I wanted to have a foundation because that's sort of like what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, each of the professionals so like the big names. Yeah, like they, they give back, they have their business but they also give back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, my give back is gonna be to the community where I'm from. So I'm gonna give back to the Caribbean. And it started off as like female empowerment. I was learning a little bit about that, trying to make sure I knew what to do um, to like incorporate it into the work of the organization. Um, and then as I continue to grow in like my career in the sciences, and I realized like, okay, it's sort of like the same thing here I, it, as it is in golf. Like when I moved to the States, I realized there are not that many chocolate people out there on the golf course, um, definitely not a lot of the women as well. So I was like, okay, well, the goal of Empowerment Through Wealth would be to diversify both of these fields. So we're going to try and bring more diverse people into the game of wealth and also encourage more diverse people to study um, anything related to STEM industry so that they can work in those fields too as they um, progress.
0: And these are, these are mostly like young people or like mostly college people or college
1: kids? Yeah, our target right now is um, like, seniors in high school, like later high school, like the older kids in high school, college, and also young professionals too. So I would say that the reach is pretty broad um, because we can target anyone um, at any point in life and just start to plant seeds for them. Obviously the younger the better um, (laughs) for both of those, right? Um, So the call today we had students who were, um, I think the youngest was probably 10 and then the eldest one um, had already committed to college. Um, That's just the students, but then we had our panelists who were uh, professionals in both industries, um, just having dialogue with the students. Um, So here in San Diego on the weekends, every third Saturday, I do um, a junior golf clinic for the students and these are like younger kids. Um, And then we also give um, free golf lessons to adults uh, once a month, but they have to interact with our social media for that.
0: <laughs> okay. And so I, 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 I'm assuming that you, depend plan is to expand eventually to get to, uh, the, the, to the islands to be able to impact the, the kids down there in high school.
1: Yeah, that would be uh, really amazing. Um, right now, what we're doing is just um, starting off with the mentorship um, series And hopefully that leads into more sponsorship for the students. One thing that came out of the pilot program that we did last year, which is really amazing, um, we were able to get the coach, um, what is called like a, it's like a directory, but a college directory with just college coaches um, for like different golf programs across the U.S. So it has like the school, the college information, um, the coach information, excuse me, um, and you know, that's like the way to get direct access, access to these people to start figuring out what it is that we need to do for these students in order to help them earn their scholarship, right? So that was huge. Um, and then another thing is that we realized like, if a college coach is gonna have um, any sort of visibility on a student athlete, they need to be participating in tournaments. And um, for a while they hadn't had any tournaments So then after the virtual um, mentorship program, then we were able to host a golf tournament um, in Antigua, like just by doing the work here in San Diego, like we did like a junior club tournament for them. And so, and that has like triggered like another set of series of tournaments for the students, which is great because like we can't be the only ones doing it, right? Um, So I think, Because seeing that, then, like, the other locals and different business owners were like, okay, these children need some tournaments so that they can get some eyes on them. So, like, let's do this. Um, So, yeah.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So, can you share with with people um, how they can get this information, your website, and also how they can donate?
1: Of course. Um, So, our website is etghub.com. And you can find us on social media. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. You can just search empowerment through golf. Um, And on our website, we can capture donations there. So if you go to the donate uh, tab at etghub.com slash donate, you can donate there. You can do a one-time or you could do a reoccurring, which would be awesome. Um, and then we're also looking for uh, volunteers. So if anyone is like really good at communications and getting the word out, we would definitely appreciate some communications volunteers um, just to spread the word about um, ETG and what we're doing in the
0: community. And then do the volunteers have to be in San Diego or can they be virtual? Like, <laughs> no,
1: you could be anywhere. We're global now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's one really amazing thing that's come out of the pandemic where people just actually realize like, Hey, you can do things from anywhere in the world. Like you don't have to be, you know, like in X location in order to get something done. Um, Yeah. The reach is endless.
0: Right. And I wanted to ask, how has COVID uh, impacted your, um, your business, your, you know, your business? Did you have a... I have a follow-up question uh, with that, but how has COVID impacted your your life, yeah. your personal life and your business?
1: Yeah, I think that um, COVID has definitely made personal life a little bit more quiet, um, but I think I actually welcome it. And um, as far as the golf, like for Empowerment to Golf, one thing that it did affect was our ability to have our golf tournament. So what we were doing um was designing or creating our golf tournaments here in san diego and that's what that was our main fundraiser for the year in order to continue to do our projects and so our first year we did our tournament and we raised um you know x amount of dollars and obviously it's like net proceeds go towards the project that we're going to um, implement that year and what we did from the first year um was uh, team up with the antigua and barbuda red cross And they got us in connection with a school in barbuda after like i don't know if you remember but like hurricane irma and things like that came through the islands so barbuda was the first one that got hit and like the island like got level right (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so yeah it was pretty bad um but uh, luckily we weren't like the only like organization that wanted to do something to help the country rebuild and so with the school um that they that the Barbuda Barbuda red cross connected us with uh we were able to uh contribute by sending over paints for them to like repaint like uh, a new school a classroom that they had uh, constructed on the uh, property and i also sent over like portable fans for the classroom because you know it's hot um so <laughs> we did that and so like that things like that also um encourage students to like study like obviously we want to keep it like stem related but we're thinking of like okay if you have a good learning environment you know then you Mm -hmm. want to learn yeah Yeah, exactly um so that was the first year and in the second year we kept the the partnership with the high school down there and um we helped replenish their cap and gowns for the graduating seniors and then obviously because we're raising our money in san diego we decided it would be good to have like a local San Diego give back, and so we partnered with the um, uh, the Women's Resource Center in Oceanside. Side. Um, so it's a facility for um, single mothers coming out of like varying uh, uh, situations. Yeah. Say again.
0: That's in San Diego. The the woman.
1: Uh... Yeah, yeah. It's just a, just a couple of minutes outside of San Diego, but in San Diego area. And um, just uh, giving back there. And it took a while to figure out what projects we could do for them because obviously a facility like that has like a lot of needs, but we always want to make sure that we're within like the scope of what our mission is, which is to support STEM and golf education. And then so this year um, with the COVID impact, we're able to support their back to school uh, drive for the students of, you know, the mothers there. So then that's what we were able to do. And all of that comes from our golf tournament. So not having the golf tournament, um, obviously we took a hit, but um, we're transitioning our business model away from the golf tournament and now to just seeking donations and partnerships with different businesses and corporate sponsorships.
0: Were you telling me that? Yes. And, yes. I, and I want to pivot a little bit into the travel agency. So you do a like... Uh, <laughs> So cabinet,
1: did
0: you- <laughs> what we say work work, 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 work. <laughs> Let's go outside right now, so we can not go outside. I know. Yeah. Uh, so the travel, the travel agency, right? Because um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I know you contacted me a few times about that. Yeah. Can you, can you like also like dive into that and explain a little bit about um, yeah what it is that you do and because you wanted me to to, to reach out to um, groups of people and also to individuals
1: yeah so the company that I work with there are two sides of the business so it's planet marketing and um, they're a marketing agency and the product is in teletravel, which is the travel agency so if you are an individual and you're just into travel and you want to book travel for people you could sign up and just do travel and have your own agency where you could book things for like family vacations, honeymoons, things like that. Like I literally just booked a honeymoon for uh, my friend who got married like two weekends ago. Um, They're gonna go to Unico down in Mexico. Um, But then, yeah, yeah. And, but then I think the more powerful thing about that business is the Planet Marketing side where you're able to build a team of people because residual income is very important. Um, and sometimes I think that we don't um, recognize how important it can be. Um, if you were to have like anything else happen to you or like just out of emergency where you cannot like physically go into work, having a company where you have residual income coming in can sustain you even though you have to like, take time away to support you know, other family members or whatever. Um, but the Planet Marketing side, is what we're, like, really pushing right now. That's what I, that's, like, my goal. I would like to have, like, nine people on my team. I would really like to work that, and I'm welcoming it. It's, I'm receiving it. <laughs> it's going to happen.
0: Open your own, like, franchise. The,
1: it's, it's, essentially, that's what it is, right? Um, so, you under, like, the Intel Travel brand, and each person is, like, their own franchise, and you're able to, mm-hmm. you know, reap the benefits of it. Yeah.
0: Everyone. So, oh, so you tell me that if I'm... Yeah. Not if I want to go on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise, and I know a lot of people that want to go on, want to go on a cruise. Like say an adult-only cruise. Yeah. Like, how would you? How would you help me? Like, if I can't engage you.
1: Well, it's easy. Like, you just let me know like what you're looking for in your cruise, and I do the search for you. Um, I come up with the best results for you, and then I meet with you and your team, and then I help you get the best deals and help you get booked. Um, and then any issue. Well, hopefully you don't have any issues with it. But everything that's related to your trip, um, I'm like the liaison for you. Um, the beauty of being an Intel Travel um, partner is that we have the like, connections with all of the best suppliers in the travel industry. So you're guaranteed to find the best deals. Like literally, um, my friend Jen, who I was like booking their honeymoon. It took a while, but it's because like I gave her quotes. Yeah. And she would go, and she's doing the research on the side, right? Like, everybody does it. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, your price is still the lowest. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, just books."
0: <laughs> so, because so, I remember we talked about COVID earlier, and I know COVID yeah. impacted um, the, the, the boat, the cruise industry, heavily. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've noticed on the website because I, like, I, like I said, I want to go on a cruise so I, I've been on the website and yeah. the prices are very low right now and it looks like they're trying to like to lure people back in a little bit. Oh, uh, well,
1: yeah. The industry is definitely opening back up and I mean, I don't know about you but I've definitely traveled during COVID.
0: Um, <laughs> not- yeah,
1: I mean, we're traveling, it's right? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to hide it. We're traveling. There are really good deals out there and like, the airlines like everybody wants to stay in business so they're making it really safe for people to travel and so um you know as a travel agent like i have like ultimate confidence in the industry um and the different suppliers um and i believe that everybody who's traveling now is definitely very responsible so um you can travel and be very responsible even during this time
0: okay so you tell me going on a cruise summer 21 to the islands is safe. Yes. Really? Okay.
1: Yeah, it is. And people have, you know, a lot of people like did their quarantine in the islands too.
0: No, no, I'm talking <laughs> you know, the islands. I'm probably sure like going overseas is a different story than being here, for example. But I'm saying like, yeah. I'm thinking being on those boats and it's like closed up and imagine a virus in there. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's like a building, a moving building.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so, like a hotel.
0: <laughs> exactly. So
1: hotel on water.
0: So do you yeah. think safe by like someone told you want to be on a cruise?
1: Yeah, I think you would be pretty safe um, because similar to the um, airlines, how you know, like when you're traveling and like they, they keep like the middle row open or they do more sanitation rounds on the airplane, um, a lot of the same things are happening on the cruise ships. And not, uh, not all of the cruise lines are opening back up either. So some, um, maybe based on the design of the ship, mm. decide not to um, entertain travelers just as yet. Um, but then others are opening back up and um, booking. So it it's all up to the traveler. Um, and you have to definitely use your own discernment. I would say maybe don't travel in a, like a large group. <laughs> uh, still try to do small groups.
0: Small groups? Say okay, again. Like five people, six people.
1: Yeah, do small groups.
0: Okay, how do you? Are you like let's say I, like let's say I'm doing this right? Are you the mm-hmm. person I, should, uh, I will ask all these questions to, or the, the yes. company?
1: Yes. No, you would ask me all of the questions.
0: Oh, let's go. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have heard so many things, right? Yeah, To go to the islands, that's like the, an amazing experience. But then another experience is getting on a boat from like the U.S. to Europe. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Like you're on the water for a while. You don't see land. Yeah,
1: like two weeks.
0: Two weeks you don't see land. Yeah. So that's a different story. Yeah. I'm going to start with you know, baby steps. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> from here to the islands, um, what would you recommend – I want to travel comfortably that meaning i want to be to have a comfortable room mm-hmm. i want to have a balcony mm-hmm. but yeah and i don't want to like i don't want to have, well like i said balcony so like, it, it means that i will be able to be outside because yeah, i always yeah. in head, need like, the water
1: and be outside
0: <laughs> exactly so i always thought in my head like when you're doing a cruise you like your room is under water so you open your window, you see the water.
1: <laughs> well, there's some like like if you're like you know uh, the last level, you could do that. <laughs>
0: no, 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 I'm not doing that.
1: You could do that, but you can get you know you could go up like a few levels. Um, and I definitely would not do like an inside room where you can't see anything because I think that just like would mess with your mind. Um, so you definitely want to be able to like see outside. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that could be hooked up yeah, arranged.
0: Absolutely. How big are the rooms? Like like a hotel. So is it like yeah,
1: and there are different sizes too. Like if you just get like a single cabin, um, if you get like there, you could get a small cabin with two beds, or you can scale up, get like different suites. You know, like you can do like a lot of different things. So it just depends on the taste of the traveler.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. Makes sense. So uh, anything else you want to share with us? What's, what's what's going on? What's on the list for 2021? This is why.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on. Say again, sorry.
0: So with your company, your, your organization, what's going on? What do you have in mind? On, on the yeah,
1: so with Empowerment Through Golf for the rest of this year, we're going to keep up with the virtual mentorship programs. Um, so if anybody is um, a professional in the STEM industry or a golf enthusiast and wants to get involved, Again, definitely reach out to us, etghub.com, and all of our social media, um, Empowerment Through Golf on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, If you want to volunteer for uh, one of our communications roles, we'll welcome that as well. Um, Donations, um, by all means, please send them our way. Um, They're going to very worthwhile causes. Um, We have really tremendous students um, that are worth it. <laughs> um, and the work that we're doing is definitely worth it. Um, uh, corporate partnerships. If you um, are affiliated with a corporate organization um, and there are ways to get a 501c3 on their uh, corporate responsibility list, please let us know. Uh, we have all of our paperwork. Um, we can make that arrangement happen. Um, it would be um, really beneficial like to match the dollar because we can still go out and raise money on the side and then come back and get the corporate match. And then, you know, like $2 goes longer than one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's really the bulk of it. Um, Stay tuned for everything that we have going on. And then if anybody wants to get interested or is interested in getting into the game of golf, um, and even if you're not in San Diego, I do virtual chats just like this. We can do virtual lessons um, just to get people out there Um, because a lot of people stay away from the game because they think it's too expensive. But it really isn't. It could be very reasonable to get started. So I just want to get as many people out there as possible.
0: Great, great, good. Amazing. Did you have a good time on the thing, on the
1: show? Yes, this was fun. I got to drink my wine and chat. <laughs> I
0: didn't give you enough time to drink. I was bombarding you with questions, you know? Say again? I said I was bombarding you with questions. I didn't give you time to drink. Drink your wine. That's
1: fine. Yeah, I'm here to work.
0: <laughs> okay, I
1: don't mind. Ask all the questions.
0: So this is—I had an amazing time, fun time, getting to know uh, a little bit more about your organization, you know, and uh, and see what you've been up to since college since you disappeared. You know, thanks to Instagram, be able to keep in touch with people.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: You know, so an amazing time. This is Wine Tasting Sundays, episode fifteen oh well, well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're done you want some <laughs> yeah out yeah <laughs> okay thank you again